Wouldn't you love to create your own personal oasis? What is an oasis, you ask? An oasis is something that provides refuge, relief, or a pleasant contrast, and that is exactly what you will find at AJO Consulting Services, LLC. AJO Consulting Services is a company that provides individuals, communities, and businesses of color with coaching and consulting services, personal and professional development, as well as social and community connection services. These services include, but are not limited to, dating, life, relationship, and business coaching, finance management, travel experience curation, wellness navigation, and much more. Are you ready to find, connect, and release? Come experience your oasis today. Visit our website to learn more at www.ajoconsultingservices.com. Follow us on Facebook at AJO Consulting and Instagram at AJO Consult. Also, email us at info at ajoconsultingservices.com. Hey everyone, welcome to the Oasis Podcast. I'm your host, Miss AJ. Thanks for tuning in. An Oasis is something that provides refuge, relief, or pleasant contrast, and that is exactly what you will find tuning into the Oasis Podcast. This is a space where I and special guests will be cultivating intentional and honest conversations about life's journey. Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and watch us on YouTube now. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Oasis Podcast. Thank you for joining us again. Here on the episode with us is Mac, the travel guy. How are you? I'm well, and yourself? Doing good, doing good. So today we are not talking about travel. <laughs> no, no, not no, exactly. Not. So on the previous episode, we were talking about traveling and vacations and just, you know, tips and tools and things of that nature. And you mentioned, you know, bringing someone home to meet your parents as like a prereq in some ways before you kind of get to know them and possibly travel with them. And I was intrigued, of course, and then we had to do an episode about it. So here we are. So we're going to be talking about meeting the parents, right? And I would love the perspective of a man when it comes to this, because I, I feel like I don't hear men talk about this a lot. So I definitely would love to hear your thoughts and your, your thought process about it all and your experiences with it as well. I'll be glad to share my, some insight. All right. So you meet a young lady. You are chilling out for the most part. Like, okay, so far, so good. Mm -hmm. What is the time stamp that's needed before you say, hey, I'm going to bring her home? There are a few things that, that go into this, but let's if we can backtrack a second, because it was something oh. very it was something very specific that you said in a previous episode that we did. That was you felt as though you need to uh, take a trip with your date, your significant other within mm -hmm. a, a defined period of time. Uh, correct me yeah. if I'm wrong. Did you say that was like within like six months? I definitely said within the first six months. Yep. Within the first six months. Okay. So that kind of sparked the idea in my head. Well, wait a minute. You know, before I start spending money on, on taking these trips, I need to find out if this person is actually worthy, you know, of that time and energy and effort. Right. And of course, you know, money. Right. So with that being said, keeping the six month, you know, rule in, in mind, I, I tend to try to get, you know, get them to, uh, you know, meet, meet the people, meet my folks, you know, within that, that first six months. And my reasoning and logic behind that is because 
I have not been the best judge of character (laughs) in in some cases. Okay, before we dive into that, some clarity. The traveling within this first six months, again, that is a prereq for me, (laughs) okay? And it's, I understand what you're saying about before jumping in and spending the money, but that travel, we are going Dutch, okay? I'm 100% okay with that, all right? I don't go nowhere if I ain't got my own money. So I am okay with that. And again, actually, even in the planning of this little getaway, you also learn a lot about this individual as well, right? Like what their thought process is, how organized they are, what they're, you know, how they might be handling their finances. Now, if the person offers to pay, okay, you know what I'm saying? That's fine. However, that is not (laughs) what I'm expecting. I'm not expecting that. And again, I don't take these extravagant trips within the first, you know, six months. It's very, you know, localish, quick, easy, nothing that, you know, you got to make it rain. We're not doing none of that because like I said, if I need to run, I'm going to run. I want it to be easy and quick. <laughs> right, right. I don't want to feel like I owe nobody nothing. Okay. And that's just what that is. So I just want to clarify that piece. But now let's get back to what you mentioned about you feel that bringing someone home gives you more insight because you feel yourself that you haven't been thus far a good judge of character. Now let's talk about that. Why do you feel that's the case? I feel that's the case, you know, as with anything, we're everybody's a visual creature, you know, of habit, right? You know, I know we have, there's been multiple discussions about men are visual and women are and all this other stuff. But the fact of the matter is we're, we're all equally, I think, visual people. So I'm attracted to certain things. I, I like a certain type of look and I typically go for that. Now, in my cases, that hasn't always panned out to be the best approach the thing so you know you, you you find somebody physically attractive and then you know you start getting involved and you start realizing that hey people aren't as tight as you know you you would think they are so yeah my so my logic for, for bringing people you know the, the, you know around my family is that because they look at people from a different perspective than than, than I do so, you know, for instance, you know, I, I hate to admit it, but, you know, sometimes my mom would be right. You know, she's like, nah, that ain't, you know, that ain't the one. That ain't it. <laughs> or cousins, you know, my 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 cousins, especially my, my female cousins that, that I, I revere is like, you know, my sisters, you know, because I have that type of close family network. You know, they're, they're very good at be like, nah, that ain't, that ain't who you want, you know? Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. Okay, so in the past, what do you feel your, I guess, parents or, I mean, you mentioned mom, you didn't mention dad. (laughs) So, like, (laughs) but we'll talk about that. But what do you feel that they have seen that you haven't seen? You know, again, I think, you know, your your parents, you know, or whomever your, your legal guardian was, right, people that grew up with you and raised you, you know, they, they know certain things about you that you may not recognize, you know, yourself per se, right? So, you know, I my folks, you know, they, they know I love to travel, right? And and I've, I've had several of my cousins, female cousins, like, and like, hey, you like to travel, you need to get you somebody that likes to travel, right? Not those that see that you like to travel and trying to latch on to that and get those free rides, if you will. And and so that that has happened to me once before. I I hate to admit that you know I I got suckered, 
but I did, you know, I fell for somebody that, you know, what I, I thought was there for me, but they were only there for something that I was able to provide them with. <laughs> Before I even get to that point, I just want to throw in there. You're actually not the first man that I've heard say this, right? Like, yeah, I get, I start talking to somebody like I need to have them meet my family ASAP. I don't know about you, but growing up for me, you didn't just let anybody meet your family, right? Like it was one of those, like you meet family, it's serious. You know what I'm saying? And that always stuck with me about like, I'm not leaving, letting any Tom, Dick or Harry come and meet my, my mom or meet my, you know, my nephews and my siblings because I don't like, like this person for real, right? I don't know what I want with this person or I'm just, I was young. I'm not thinking about, you know, down the road or the future. So for me, whenever I did bring someone home, or at least, for a majority of my life. I mean, I think I might have kind of softened up on it a little bit as I got into my 30s, but, but I was like, okay, we, me and this person already been together. You know, I feel like there's, you know, possible potential here, or I really like this person, or I really love them. It's one of those things, right? Mm -hmm. Or it's not a combination of those things. So I'm just like, okay, now you can meet my family, then I can see, you know, how you mesh and all that other stuff. I think as I've got older, I realized, or I've, I also have heard that men more men have been willing to and like open to like oh I want you to meet my family I want you to meet my parents and in my mind I'm going whoa this is this is quick what, what's happening <laughs> you know like I just met you you just met me I'm okay you want to bring me home bruh that's your business okay sure fine you know but for me I just kind of I'm a little slower moving when it comes to that, because of that notion of you only bring someone home when it's serious. I do understand the mindset though. I understand that your parents or your family, your guardians, your cousins, even those who you are, who ha you have been raised with, they definitely see different things than you see, right? Like in the other person, because you might be like starstruck or whatever, based off of whatever you're liking about that person. But also they know things about you that you, they can automatically go, mm, that they are not compatible. That is not, that ain't gonna work. That ain't gonna work. But I guess my follow-up question is, do you always heed their warnings? So in the beginning, no. I'll be, you know, moms will take something like, ah, mom, you don't, you know, you don't know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. She's not like that, you know. And but you know, as 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 I've gotten older and as I say more wiser, you know, yeah, you know, I, I tend to, you know, take heed to those messages um, you know, a lot sooner. And even just some stuff that happens in, in the universe, right? You know, just some things that come about and you're like, hmm, all right. I can kind of, you know, as they say, discernment, right? You know, you you, you see mm -hmm. things and you feel things, you know, like, okay, now I see what they're talking about. All right, All right. so this, this right here is going to work. But yeah, in the very beginning, no, but today, 2022, absolutely. <laughs> so. All right, so how soon? How soon you meet her so that she meets the parents? I mean, I'm not talking about I just meet her today and then we going home tomorrow, you know, like, you know, no. But I, I, I think for me, like before and again, and, and that was a great clarification that you made earlier in terms of, you know, going Dutch and you know, who's paying for what. Uh, but we're both avid travelers. So, you know, like, again, for me, before I take like, oh, you know, those kind of trips, you know, I think it's just a little bit more imperative to me that, you know, uh, before I start kind of investing that kind of, you know, time, energy and money. In, into something that you know let, let me get a second as they say a second opinion on on something first you know be before I you know I start doing that because I, I for me I guess I'm the type of dater 
that like if I'm doing something, like we doing something, you know, like and it doesn't necessarily have to be like an every time thing, but you know, you talk about traveling and taking trips, that's something that I think, you know, okay, well, if I'm going on a trip, you know, I, I'll extend the invite to you, you know, one just being courteous and two, because you know, I I really would like for you to, you know, accompany me, you know, on on this trip, on this journey. Well, I wish more guys were like you. That's <laughs> Because that don't be the case. But I definitely understand what you're saying. Like before you start to really invest, you want to get that second look, that second opinion. So what happens though, if you really are feeling this person and they haven't shown you any red flags that you're ignoring, right? But family, friends, whomever that you, you know, you value their opinion, it's like, you know, something about her just is not, she didn't do anything think outward but they're they're just having a feeling what do you what do you do do you just like all right boom it's done you cutting off at the neck or <laughs> i mean it, it's it's one of those catch-22 situations right you know because because I, I i do take you know what they what what they say seriously right you know or, or you know value you know my uh, family's you know, opinions on on things but not so much so to the point okay well someone said this without actually meeting the person or spending some time around this person that I'm just gonna be like, okay, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm done. If they haven't done anything, you know, overtly, uh, you know, to to make you think that, right? So I, I wouldn't necessarily say that it, that it would be over, but it would be something that, you know what, that I, I myself might be like, huh, I, I didn't notice that before, you know, maybe take a second, maybe myself take a second look at that. All right, you know, see how this person reacts to, you know, to th this type of situation. Okay, I do have a follow-up question for that, but mm -hmm. I want to add, I mean, for me, I mean, I don't know if this is a long time or not, but for me, it's very rare. I think I did it one time and that was, that whole relationship was just me doing things I didn't normally do. <laughs> it didn't work out, but <laughs> but I tried it. Usually between six months plus, do I be like, okay, I'm gonna let you meet somebody, right? And by somebody meaning, you probably meet my cousin, you know what I'm saying? More than likely, you probably meet my cousin because a lot of times she might be in my house or whatever. So she's one of those like everybody, everyday kind of people that I hang with family-wise, right? Then the upgrade of that is like, all right, you can meet my sister. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, if I let you meet my sister, that means, you know, we're spending enough time and I want to see what she, you know, see if she vibes. And if my sister pretty much can vibe with pretty much anybody. So if she can't vibe with you, then that's a problem, right? Then I think that's what I, I need a little more time under my belt, maybe reaching probably the eight month mark, eight months a year. That's when I'm kind of like, all right, you can meet, you know, my brother or you can meet my nephews and you can meet my mom. I take a, t a a bit of time. And for me, I think it's the opposite. I think I need to kind of, I need to gauge one if I even like you enough to keep you around. That's one for <laughs> to be honest. I, I'm not going to lie. That's that. Yeah. And then, and then I think about the, okay, how does the family mesh and vibe? Now I know that might also be, that might be troublesome simply because if you like the person, but your family don't mesh with them or they don't mesh with your dy family dynamic, that does put you in a tough spot. It does. Becoming older now, like I understand that now in hindsight, how like, ooh, some situations that could have gone ugly, thank gosh it didn't. But then I had situations where I did that and they did not mesh with my family at all. And I was kind of like, it was always this weird, awkward, if they were around with my family, it is always like, oh God, like I have to like ping pong in between and like create that bridge consistently. And that was exhausting. That's a lot of work. 
It is. It's a lot of work. And, and, and so, you know, again, that's why I think, you know, I I tend to do that, you know, early on, you know, because if if, if you can manage, it's kind of like that sink or swim kind of thing, right? Yo, you know, if, if you can manage, you know, to, to navigate, you know, our family, because we're, we're very, you know, lively, you know, a bunch of people, you know. So, you know, cheat code for anybody that, that watches this episode, you know, that, that, you know, wants to shoot their shot at me. Here. Um... <laughs> My family, it, it don't don't be quiet. That's a, that's all I can tell you. You know, my my it, it, the, the minute they, they sense that you clam up, and and, and you, it, I'm telling you, they like sharks. You know, they they gonna they, you know they gonna pounce on you. You know, because they're like, oh yeah, yeah okay, yeah, this person, yeah, they they can't hang, they can't this, they can't that. You know, and, and so yeah, we're very you know lively you know bunch. So yeah, they start asking questions and start talking and engaging. And I know some people, you know, will shy away because, you know, they're in unfamiliar territory, but that's like my family's way of seeing it, seeing if, you know, if, if you can hold, you know, hold your weight. So, you know, yeah, you start shutting down, they like, nah, she, she, she ain't, she not for the, she not for the strong. <laughs> but, you know, honestly, as full as personality as I am, as, as much, you know, as talking that I do, because I have a podcast, I am not like that, like in like real life. Like I take time to observe before I jump in. So, I mean, that may not necessarily be a fair assessment. You know what I mean? Like you you might need to get somebody. I think the first, first, first meeting, you don't have to be, you know, the center of attention and jumping in and hugging everybody and all that. I think by the like, you know, second, third one, like that's when I think, you know, that's when I think, one, my family would get a better, like be able to do a better assessment. But then also my partner will also also get to see, you know, really a little bit more about how my family actually functions based uh, outside of what I've probably told them or what they saw that first time, right? It's like that first time we grown. It's like that first time you had sex with somebody, right? Like you can't, you can't base your future sexual experience off of that one time, right? Because it's awkward. It's awkward. Well, you don't know. Well, what if it's great? Okay. Okay. Well, all right, then. Then you should be able to. Well, most oftentimes, I <laughs> for me, <laughs> it's rare. No, I mean, let me not say that. It's probably once or twice. Yeah, like, oh, all right. But most of the time, it's been like, oh, this was a little weird. This is a little weird. Not terrible, but it was awkward. It was just like strange because it's a person you've never been with. They don't know what you like. You don't know what they like. Okay. I feel like it's much the same when you're meeting somebody for the first time and you're meeting your, your intimate close circle. It's like, it's going to be awkward. It's going to be weird. I, don't, I know I can joke with you like this, but I don't know if they're going to be cool with these, you know, perverted jokes that I say, right? I know that I can jump from A to B to C to D and you keep up with me, but that doesn't mean that they can, right? So you're kind of like in your head a little bit when it comes to certain things. So I don't know if that's like a fair assessment the first for first time. Cause I know for me, probably the, honestly, the first couple of times I'm gonna be like, mm -hmm. right. I'll smile and I'll laugh. And if you, if you start conversation, I will definitely continue it. But I'm not coming in there like, hey everybody, you gonna get that side of me for sure. No. But it doesn't happen right away. I need to feel comfort. I need to feel ease. I need to feel safe. You know what I mean? I need to feel a level no. of safety. Now, what what I would, and I'm I'm glad you you brought that point up because I, I want the listeners to know that I'm I won't sneak attack you if that makes sense. Like it's not gonna be like a surprise thing. Like trust me, you know when when it does happen, it'll be like, hey, listen, you know, got this family function going on over here. You be having a cookout, you know, 
da da da. You know, folks are gonna be there. You know, it's coming through. You know, have have a good time. So let me just you know, clarify that it's not like uh, like a, a a sit down. You know, we're we're eating. You know, fine. You know, five course meal dining, and this is like this interview type thing. Typically, it, it's gonna be you know like a, a party type. You know, atmosphere. But okay. always give, always give, you know, the, the women that, that I have dated, you know, that I have brought, you know, brought home, you know, kind of, you know, heads up, you know, just like I said before, you know, I tell them, hey, most I can tell you, man, hey, just come in there, be yourself, you know, you know, just don't, you know, don't be quiet. And, and, and it's so crazy because I get what you're saying, right? You know, the first time, because I'm like that too. I, I'm Some people call me a chatterbox. I'm a people person. I, I love to engage in conversation with different people. But there have been on occasion some of the the women that I've dated, you know, I've, I've met their family, and then she's kind of reported back to me, like, you know, they said, yeah, you you was awfully quiet, you know, you didn't you really have much to say. It was kind of one of those, you know, I'm just kind of observing, getting a feel, you know, vibe for the room kind of thing, and then you know make you know make my way through. So yeah, you know, but I I just don't throw them into the shark tank and be like, ah, you know, fend you know, fend, fend for yourself. You know, I always give them you know a heads up. <laughs> Nah, some people do that for sure. They they do do that. Now, don't don't do me like that. Don't ever do me like that. I don't like that. But for me, I always give warning. I always like say, hey, this 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 person is like this. They're gonna be all in your business. This person, you know, they cool. You know, you can laugh and vibe with them. So I kind of give them a run through of everybody. But it's not like overly too much information. But because you want them to get their own, you know, feel of the person. But just give them a little, you know, a little something. So earlier you mentioned, you know, your cousins and your mom. So what about your dad? How does he assess people for you? <laughs> oh, my dad, my dad, my dad. I I, I get it from, yeah, I, I am my, my father's son you know so so by that you know we're you know we're just very you know visual people you know i mean yeah we want somebody that's, that's going to treat us well and, and and treat us right you know not to say that he wasn't a good judge of character but sometimes you know those traits as they say the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree so you know i, I like i said I, I have on occasion you know just kind of not been you know the, the best judge of character when, when it comes to things so you know my dad you know as i've gotten older you know he just wants to make sure hey you know like is, is is the woman going to treat you right? You know, you know, as long as she's treating you right and, and you feel happy and respected, you know, in the relationship, you know, hey, you know, thing, things should be good, you know. But you know, I shout out to my pops. You know, he, he's he, he's dropped some some jewels, some some wisdom, you know, on a brother that I didn't take heed to at first in in the very beginning, you know. And I was like, dang, you know, I, well, pops is right about this one. I pop, you know, I, I'm very fortunate and thankful that I have both mother and 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 father, you know, that I can look to you know, for advice on, on different things and how to navigate those waters. Absolutely. Absolutely. I definitely think that that's a blessing just to even have that, right. They can give you the thoughts, whether you want to listen to them or not, but for them to give you that knowledge, they have that insight. They have that foresight at times too. Sometimes the mom was just, they just be knowing, you know what I mean? And that's a blessing. That is really, really, really a blessing for sure. So I want to ask you, have you ever had the opposite happen? Meaning, you know, you wasn't really sure about the person, but y'all have enough in common. You know what I mean? And you bring them home and everyone is like, I love this person. Does that change the course of the relationship for you? Has that happened before you before? Yes, that has happened to me before. Writing Our Own Stories Incorporated is an organization that embraces and uplifts authors of color. 
and equips them with the tools and resources to write their stories. Writing Our Own Stories Incorporated provides seminars, workshops, and a collaborative writing group setting where authors can feel free to write. We believe in the transformative power of storytelling, and we will continue to make space for all stories to be told. Writing Our Own Stories Incorporated provides a safe and welcoming space for all aspiring authors to tell their story. If you're interested in joining our writing group or learning more about our organization, check out our website at www.writingourownstoriesinc.org. That's www.writingourownstoriesinc.org. And make sure and follow us on IG and Facebook at Writing Our Own Stories. Writing Our Own Stories, Inc. has released its debut book, For Black Women, by Black Women, an anthology of lessons learned. This debut anthology is a love letter to Black women and for everyone who loves, knows, or wants to support Black women. Purchase your copy of the anthology at www dot writing our own stories inc dot org again that's www dot writing our own stories i n c dot o r g i want to say it was both the best and worst relationship you know that, that, that i've had right you now i kind of had the, the gift and the curse because everybody loved it. it's like oh my god you know she's you know she's perfect she's this she's that you know you guys like she likes to do things you do things blah 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 but there were some things internally you know that she was dealing with that just made the relationship you know somewhat like hell and, and there wasn't anything that i you know that that i could really do you know because she was just dumping a lot of that, you know, on on my plate. There was stuff that she, you know she needed to work out. So yes, while while it was good on one end, it, it was it was bad. It was bad on the other. So do you think there is such a thing as bringing too many people home to meet the family? <laughs> yes and no. Uh, you know, I I've picked up the uh, you know like no one knows who I'm, who I'm bringing home next right so at the next family function somebody's like also oh, you know who you know who who, who you bring next you know they 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 never know you know and 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 not that that's a necessarily a good thing but it's it's just funny because you know I have some relatives that you know uh, I'll talk to on the phone or whatever and I, I may have a female friend you know in earshot or nearby but they they won't say names you know they'll be like oh tell you know, the young lady, I said, hello. And then, you know, I'd be like, oh, yeah, you, you, you know, that's that's so-and-so, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, and so, yeah, it, it, it happens like that. You know, people come to, we, we never know who who I'm bringing home next. I, I just haven't found the one yet. <laughs> I, you know, and it's hard out here. It's hard out here. There's pee in the pool. Okay. But anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> no, a lot more. It's a, it's, it's a lot more than just that. But yeah. Yeah. It's a swamp, not a pool. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like for me, again, going back to that growing up, not only were, you know, being told, you know, you only bring someone home when you're serious, but also I feel like as a woman, 
you also can't bring too many people home, right? Because, of course, in their mind, they're thinking, oh, you just dating around. You're doing too much. You out here in these streets, which is what you're supposed to do. This, you're supposed to find out what you like, okay? We got, we got to stop shaming us women. But anyway, back to the conversation. But just that feeling of like, oh, man, like, is this one too many people I'm bringing home, right? Because, like, on, the, on what you're saying is, like, it's important to bring people home because you're just going to get some information you might not have gotten. You also want to make sure that the person vibes. But I feel on the other hand, at least for me and my thought process, it's like, damn, I can't keep bringing people home, right? Because like what you said, you know, they're going to be like, oh, who, who, you, who you bring to this function to this guy? You know what I'm and that used to weigh on me a lot, to be honest. Like, it used to make me feel away. But now I've gotten to the point, it was like, man, fuck that. I, if, I, if I'm vibing with the person, I care about the person, I want the people I care about to meet this person and I want you guys to have a relationship. If it lasts, it lasts. If it don't, oh well, move on. You know what I mean? And that's how I am now. But that wasn't always my train of thought before. You know, I used to be very like, oh no, I can't bring him home. Oh my God, I'm gonna bring somebody else home. Mind you, I've been with this person X amount of years. Shit don't work out sometimes. That's just what it is. You know what I mean? But do you feel that there is that idea of like way too much to bring someone home and also do you think there's a difference when it's when it comes to men versus women oh uh, well you know at us absolutely there there, I, there is a difference and, and i think you hit the nail on the head which is that most people believe you know the notion is you know you out here in these streets right you know you you as they would say you sexing on all you know all these mm-hmm. all these mans you know you all mm-hmm. these people in your bed and whereas you know for a guy you know it's kind of one of those right on brother you know do your, <laughs> do your thing you know and, and and yeah so to that you know again as i said before i just don't bring you know any and everybody home because I, I i think you 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 know whether this is going to be like you know a, a, a one-two date kind of thing or you know just maybe lead to something potentially long you know long term so yeah it, it, there's a difference there a stereotypical difference but you know i, I honestly I, I think you know in today's day and age i don't think that the stigma is there as much as it used to be. But then again, you know, I, I could be wrong because, you know, I'm looking at it, you know, through, you know, my lens, you know, as, as a man, you know, as a male, you know, where it, it, it comes across as, you know, yeah, you know, you should be doing that, you know, in your prime. But now what I will say real quick, you know, I just, I, I came from my family reunion in down to Charlotte, you know, a few weeks back. And I had the pleasure of, chauffeuring around some of my female cousins right we were all going out for a night out night out on the town and they must have forgot that i was in the car that I was driving because <laughs> then they got to having y'all little girl talk and it was something and i'm just sitting here i'm just listening i'm like wow this gives me a whole new perspective on things and and we're sitting at a stoplight and one of my you know younger cousins in the back said something and i just turned around i said and they said oh my god we forgot you was you know, we back here. Yeah, you know, they just, and I'm like, wow, okay. So yeah, you know, it, it, it you know, the it, times, times have changed. I, I, I say that, and and uh, and and it's okay. It's just like you said, you know, these are you know, your formative years, you know, finding out, you know, what you like, what you don't like, and 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 that's that's what you have to do. You know, you get to a certain point in life where yeah, you you know for a fact, okay, well, listen, I I can go for this. And I'm definitely not going to go over that, you know, mm-hmm. and then you find, you know, you find it that happy medium. So, yeah. I want to ask us, this wasn't part of the conversation, but you know how my brain works. I, <laughs> the, we are getting older, you know what I'm saying? We are getting refined 
And there are some societal expectations that are, you know, put on when you get to a certain age and, you know, the expectations of certain things. Now, when it comes to family for you, right, you are getting older and you're bringing people home. Does the conversation change for you? Meaning, are they like, hey, you know, you trying to, you trying to have, you know, get married? Hey, are you trying to, you know, start a family with this one? Have you found that the conversation has shifted and have they gotten more stringent with what they're saying you should look for? Or have they gotten more lax with it? It depends, you know, on, on who I'm talking to. It's not necessarily... I mean, the, the, the notion has always been there, you know, you know, you know, get, get married, you know, had, had kids and whatnot. Um, as, as I look to it, you know, my circle, my, my brothers and by my brothers, I mean, you know, friends that that have just become my brothers, you know, since since high school. I'm, I'm like the odd man out. You know, everybody else, you know, they got they got kids or, you know, they married with kids, you know, et cetera, et cetera. You know, I'm I'm like the lone bachelor out here, you know, I no kids, you know, not currently, you know, in a relationship, you know, kind of kind of thing. And I think for me, honestly, I'm not going to say that it bothers me, but I look at it like, damn, you know, yeah, shit, you know, I'm almost 40, 40 years old. You're three, three years away from being 40. Right. And it's like, you know, you don't think about the stuff, you know, because early on in growing up, you know, it's always preached to you, you know, go to school, get a job, live life, you know, don't be out here in the streets, you know, you know, having kids 18, 19, 20, mm-hmm. et cetera. Right. And now you, you're on the back end of it and you're like, damn, you know, I don't want to be the 50 year old that shows up with, you know, my five year old. Yeah. You know what I mean? The, the, the five year old kid in, grad, in kindergarten and then, you know, and you like everybody else's kids is grown and basically, you know, out the house and here it is, you know, like I'm just now starting, but you know, two on the flip side of the coin, you know, everybody has to run their own race. Right. So, you know, what, what's meant to be, you know, will will be, and it, it will happen. You know, uh, at this time, because thank God I ain't had no kids with some of the other ones that I. Um... <laughs> Can we say that again? Say it louder, louder. Like, you know, for the, for the people in the back. Yeah, I'm trying to tell you. You know, so I, I look at some of those. You know, as as a, a blessing in disguise. As much as I may want and and just ultimately desire that, you know, I I just know that you know it it happen when when it's supposed to happen. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, for me, again, it could be a cultural thing. I know it's an age thing, especially for my culture and my mom specifically of like now, you know, getting there, crossing that threshold of going into the late thirties. And it's like, oh, you ain't got no kids. You ain't got to, you know, you're not married. And it's more for me. I feel like the requirements are so much more relaxed now. <laughs> like, I feel away. I feel like, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> like, my expectations have not diminished. Matter of fact, I think they've gotten higher. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they've gone up. And I, when I was young, I didn't know what I want. I didn't know really who I was. Ain't nobody was thinking about all these things. Because exactly like what you said, it was, you can't even look at boys like you couldn't even think about that don't think about that you're going to school get yourself together you know figure that stuff out and then it just magically you turn to age and they're like but where where your husband and your baby at you're like wait a minute wait a minute i i i, I thought i was supposed to be focused on school you know and so for a majority honestly of my adulthood i've been focused on career I've been focused on getting myself together and and I mean for me thank God there's also for me been a focus on who the hell am I 
right? Like, who am I? What do I actually want? Who am I as an individual, not as a member of my family, not as a member, like a, a part of a unit, but who am I as an individual? So that takes time. You know what I mean? Like that takes time to figure all that stuff out. And I think that's also the reason why my requirement has gone up. But I'm also finding that like my mother or my, the older members of my family are kind of just like, you don't just want to just find a nice guy and marry. Nice. Nice ain't enough. <laughs> what you mean? guys out here (laughs) but do I want to procreate with him no 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 I have things that I need I have things that I require you know what I mean because I know me now I they're just there's things I just won't deal with that I did in my 20s there's things I won't deal with that I did last year you know what I mean let alone in my 20s which was you know at this point years ago like I'm not I'm not fit to do it, but I, I've realized as I'm getting older, the requirements are getting less and less from, you know, family members. And it's either one extreme, like completely just like, you know, just meet a nice guy and then do what you got to do. Or it's, girl, don't do it. <laughs> right. Like literally, don't get married, don't have kids. And these are the people who did it young. These are the people who did it without really knowing themselves. And now they're on the other end of it. Of just like what you said, their kids about to be grown, they about to be at the house, you know, they've been married, maybe they have getting divorced or are divorced. And now they're on the other end of it. They're like, Mm-mm, I-, I wish I didn't do it. Mm-mm, you doing it the right way, you know, or just don't do it. I'm completely just warning you. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. And so I find that like, that's a, it's a weird space to be in, right? Having your wants and what you would like to happen but then having the people who are close to you kind of like you know putting these messages in of like you know they may be different of what you what you're actually looking for so it's like how do how do you balance you know balance it out essentially I, that, that's that's a very good question and, and, and points you know that you made you know I, I won't say that I've, I've gotten the other extreme you know like like the don't do it uh portions of it you know I, I, and it brings me to and it was a thought that came across my head when, when you said that you know we have to look towards if if marriage and raising a family you know is is a goal of yours or to anybody you know listening and watching it, you have to look for those those positive influences right yeah we all know you know at, at 30 plus years old we know that relationships aren't perfect you know we we know it, it's not all glitz and glam you, you're gonna have your, your bad days but, you know, I, I look to those people that have, you know, been married 30, 40, 50, 60 years, you know, and, and wonder, you know, like, you know, you know, how they did it. I remember this one elder couple at, at church, you know, that I had talked to some years ago, you know, they said, you know, yeah, we, we did it, you know, they, they just did not argue. And it, and it, and it was, it was a funny thing because he just basically, he basically said, you know, whatever, whatever the wife said, went, you know. And then, you know, we joked about it and I was like, you know, it, well, doesn't it seem kind of like pushover-ish, you know, kind of thing? And he was like, no, he was like, you know what, peace and my home, you know, was is is worth more than than being who's right and who's wrong. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, that, that was something that kind of kind of always, you know, stuck with me like, eh, you know, I, I see his point, you know, they're not arguing, you know, over, you know, frivolous stuff. You know, I, I look towards those more so than I do the naysayers because, you know, the and, and I'm not discrediting the naysayers, but typically in, in those instances, what I've come across or come to realize is that they knew 
that that was a bad match to begin with. Yeah. But yeah. for whatever reason, maybe optically, you know, it, it looked good mm-hmm. and, and, and they, they rolled with it, you know? Yeah. Agreed. 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 But I mean, this, but when I agree, I, I agree with everything that you're saying. I just, I think sometimes it, there is that level, level of difficulty when it's like, overwhelmingly that's kind of what's being said or what's being seen right and so sometimes it may be difficult to think the opposite and sometimes it's hard to find those positive examples especially nowadays right like it's it's difficult I don't have a lot of people in my circles that are married like I have people in my family but my actual peers no and so it's not like I can just go hey to so-and-so that I trust and I love what you know give me some pointers or let me hang out with you and your wife or whatever the case is or whatever the case is and figure out and see you know how things are functioning it's not that easy and sometimes you have to go into go to different sources that are not connected to you but when it's the sources that are close to you and that are giving you the negatives like it makes you go you know pause a little bit you know like right but at the same time knowing also hmm, well this you may not have made the best decision there were other outside influences there were other things you know what I mean that made you make the decision but it's a it's a it's a difficult and weird space to be in at least for me I'm finding but it is I think going back to the topic it is a blessing though being able to have family and those that you love closest to those that know you the best able to give you that bird's eye view about your you know who you're dating and if you are making the right decisions granted at the end of the day you make the last decision it's your call but I think now more so than I have before I do appreciate hearing what they have to say and I do you know meditate on it right as opposed to like when you were younger it was like you know like I heard you but whatever now it's like I'm gonna listen to that you know what I mean I'm not gonna just toss it to the side I'm going to listen to it but I think also like what you said having discernment and the universe does speak to you a lot of times when you do hear something now it kind of affirms something you've already been thinking it kind of gives you that uh uh-huh Okay. Like I I was thinking that too. Like, oh, I was feeling that too. And I think as we're older now, we're able to actually listen to the external, but the internal as well. Right. All right, Matt. Well, thank you for having this conversation with me. I know, you know, talking about these things ain't necessarily a regular thing that we do. I think, I think as, I mean, I don't know about your guy friends, but definitely in our peer-to-peer relationships, a lot of times, you know, we keep things cute, we keep things fun, and we don't really like dive deep into like these important things that we're all experiencing at some point or another. So I appreciate you taking the time to do that with me. So tell the listeners where they can find you on social media. All right. Once again, you know, always a pleasure. Uh, thank you for having me on um, to express my views and opinions, which aren't necessarily those of uh, <laughs> a disclaimer, right? You know, you got to you got to throw that out there, right? <laughs> you can find me on uh, social media, Instagram, YouTube, and, and now uh, TikTok at uh, Mac the Travel Guy. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for joining us. Hope to see you again soon. Likewise. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of the Oasis podcast. I hope you were able to find something that resonated with you on your journey. Don't forget to subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts and YouTube. Rate us and leave us a review and comment on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and YouTube. Share your favorite episode and like us on Instagram and Facebook. 
you have any questions, comments, want to be a guest, or any show ideas, contact us at ajsoasis at gmail.com. That's A-A-Y-J-A-Y-S-O-A-S-I-S at gmail.com. Or direct message us on Instagram and Facebook.